Technology, politics, and the economy are changing fast. No time to keep up with all the policies affecting your everyday life and figuring out fact from fiction? Not even sure where God could fit in all of this? Don't worry, I've got your back. I'm here to dig a little deeper into the issues of the day. And most importantly, to show you the spiritual principles and solutions we can use to rise above it all victoriously for your family's success. Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. This podcast is all about bringing things together for you that you may not have thought about before or not have seen them as being related. I'm pointing out problems in the world and offering spiritual perspective or solutions. It's easy to point out problems. There's enough of them to go around. And oftentimes we feel like there's not a whole lot we can do about them. And it is important not to dwell on that. I've spent several episodes recently talking about money. Why? Well, messing with it can be the root cause of all kinds of evil. I'm sure it doesn't come as a surprise to you that in the last couple of decades, there's been a dramatic rise in the number of broken homes, mass shootings, diabetes, ADHD, obesity. Since we went off the gold standard in 1973, there's been a five-fold increase in incarcerations. Back then, 10% of white kids and 30% of black kids were growing up with a single mom. Now it's more like 30% and 80%. And I'm not here to bash any moms. They're doing the best they can. But inevitably, two heads are better than one, at least if they're not butting heads constantly. I know that my wife came up with lots of ideas that I would ne never have dreamt up in dealing with our kids, and I'm sure I helped her with my approach as well. In a rather grim reality, in all of the U.S., there were about 200 mass shootings in between the Civil War and after going off the gold standard. 200 in all that time. Now it's more like double that every single year. Well, these are bits of sad news, but what do they all have to do with each other? Well, let's take a look at some possibility. As somebody said, fiat currency leads to fiat food. So, as I mentioned before, after going off the gold standard, then the currency becomes fiat. It's just declared to be good, declared to have a certain value by the government. And so the idea is that's what happens with food as well. You're told that it's bread. You're told that it's this or that. You're told that it's good. But is it really? And is it the same thing as it was before? Well, prices rose. So companies had to make cheaper food to compensate as the value depreciated. And so not to lose market share as consumers try to buy the same amount with a 
smaller value paycheck, of course, trying to stay within their food budget as responsible adults. We are trying to still buy the same amount of food for our family. So as companies, stores, manufacturers recognize that, then they adapted with lower quality substitutes in their food. Fast food became a thing as there were more working moms because it took two paychecks to pay the bills instead of just dad's pay. This also increased stress in the home, undoubtedly, which can lead to breakups. And the prepared food and fast food tended to be a lower quality than homemade food. There is now more sugar in foods to cover the fact that these are cheaper foods, they taste cheaper, and you can taste the lower quality. So now we are feeding kids more sugar in these cheaper foods. At the same time, they're told to sit still in class. If they don't, they're diagnosed by a teacher, generally not a neurologist. That means they're likely prescribed amphetamines for years. So what does that lead to? Well, studies done about 15 years ago showed that teenagers long-term taking these amphetamines, after they had stopped taking them as adults, they were shown to have higher risk-taking behavior in adulthood. They were prone to neurobiological imbalances. It shouldn't come as any surprise that drugs have different effects in children or in teenagers or in grown adults. On top of all this, there's now no such thing as truth anymore to moor themselves to as these teens grow up trying to find their identity. And they're often told if they start to exhibit masculine attributes that they are part of the problem. They are showing toxic masculinity, becoming part of the oppressive patriarchy. They're actually trained in schools to be more like girls than boys. And by training, I mean in the Skinnerian sense of operant conditioning, of rewarded for more feminine-type behaviors and skills and punished for more masculine-type behaviors. So is there any wonder that there's gender confusion, especially if there's not a strong father figure in the home to model on a daily basis? So no wonder they want to shoot up something. We would like our country to be a world leader, but not a world leader in mass shootings or incarcerations or substance abuse. Okay, I can hear you saying, that's enough with the problems. How about time for some solutions? All right. I'm addressing some contentious issues in this podcast, but I'm doing it in the context of spiritual development and growth, which is where I believe it needs to be. Not at the national level, but at the individual level. We can make sure that we ourselves are not a statistic, and our family, and our community. For solutions, it may be time to go back to the basics. How's this for the basics? In First Thessalonians chapter 5, 
we are told that we need to be aware of the times, the seasons we're in, to be sober and to be awake and watchful, to honor those who help us in our spiritual communities. Medications may be useful at some point, but it is the building up of our spiritual and physical health in the in our spiritual communities that's essential. We are told in, in verse 16, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. These are the basics for how to live. Our forefathers were grateful for a big sack of rice and sack of beans to get their family through the month with their vegetables. Or a big pile of potatoes and root vegetables with some cheap cuts of meat. Perhaps we need to be more grateful for the basic foods and maybe have a more basic diet that would be healthier. And to be continually grateful, continually in prayer, meaning that we are listening to God the whole day speaking to him and listening to him. And that's how we're keeping our joy. I'll be getting into more details in growing spiritually and physically and how those two work together in future episodes. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations. You are integrating your spirit, mind, and body, strengthening yourself to overcome evil with good. Please leave a rating for the show and hit subscribe to be notified of new fascinating topics I'll be discussing next on Earth as it is in Heaven. Until next time, may God bless you and make you a blessing to those around you.